Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's one thing you don't know about Elizabeth Perkins. She did a 25 things. Number 21. I have an overwhelming fear of heights. One time I had to be rescued off the Capoliano suspension bridge in Vancouver. Did you Google this to like see if it came up? I Googled it and I couldn't. There's no news item about it. I Googled it. I couldn't find the only reference. There's no evidence that Elizabeth Perkins was ever caught on the Capilano Bridge. The only time she has ever referenced it is on this Us Weekly story. So it's like actually sort of an interesting fact because Capilano, excuse me, Capiliano, Capilano Bridge. She hasn't talked about this in public or at least on the record to anyone else. I don't know what happened. She shot movies in Vancouver before, but who hasn't? Like I've shot movies in Vancouver. Everyone has. So I don't know what happened here. I need more stories. I need more of the story. Do you think this is like the time when Robert Pattinson said that said like he killed a clown or whatever? Remember when he like told that oh, story in Today Show in that was a lie? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like oh i don't know why i lied no this is probably not a lie maybe she ran out of things this is 21 she was close to the end mm-hmm. you know i liked number 12 which i already forgot what it was but i liked it if she has an overwhelming fear of heights she shouldn't have been walking the bridge so how did she get okay. into the instance how did she get it well like she wouldn't have done it to begin with you know what i'm saying like okay. as someone with an overwhelming fear she wouldn't have just walked it so she must have been in mm-hmm. a car i guess like what where was she that made her need to be rescued you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't even yeah. understand what the scenario really is. Is she like dangling off of it? Is she, did she crash her car into the grate and like she was mm-hmm. just sort of sitting there? Mm-hmm. What happened, Elizabeth? Let us know. Anyway, the real big story is the Golden Globe and nominations were announced this morning. <laughs> and Lindsay and I both independently saw the worst, the worst, worst, worst Golden Globes take. There may be a Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt reunion at the 2020 Golden Globes from, you guessed it, E-Online. That's not even the worst take, though. That was like the initial worst take, but then there was a second worst take that was even worse than that take. Did you see that worst take? Oh, I'm looking at it now from just Jared. After the nominations for the 2020 Golden Globes were revealed, fans realized that Rachel Green, Jennifer Aniston, and her sisters Jill, Reese Witherspoon, and Amy, Christina Applegate, were all nominated this year. So the Good best, Lord. the best the Greens, worst take is actually that all of the Green sisters from Friends are nominated for Golden Globes this year. That is truly like that's broken brain. There were a lot of snubs, but at least the fictional sisters from Friends were all nominated as yes. their actor selves. Exactly. For no, different exactly. things. No woman will ever be nominated for Best Director or win, but at least all the Green sisters have been <laughs> rightfully nominated. No, I mean, the whole thing is absurd. The The Brad Pitt thing is, is very, very silly. It's very silly because... It's all about somehow getting them in the same room at the same time. like Which has confirmed. been the thing for years and years and years. Like, can you believe that they're at the same event? Can you believe Didn't that they might be at the same thing? birthday party too recently? That was like they were in, in the same room at the same time at our birthday party. Did he or was he just room? I don't know that he actually I went. I think that he went. See, this is the thing. I think that he went mm-hmm. to her 50th birthday party, right? That was like a big deal. But the point is, is that. Every single angle is just trying to get them in the same room at the same time. 
And will they be at the Golden Globes? Both of them probably will be at the Golden Globes. Pro- yeah, probably. Jennifer right? definitely will. She oh, will. Oh, yeah, Brad Pitt. His movies, his movies are nominated. Yeah, they'll both be there. No, they will. They both, both were not. No, they both were nominated. That's the yeah, point. It's not. There. It's not like oh, they might be there because they're both. They both had stuff this year. They both were nominated. I forgot about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Both of these things are real Golden Globes nominations. Best real... series nominee, The Morning Show, which you're still watching for some reason. Truly, the worst show on television. You said the most recent episode was terrible. It was um, a flashback. Um, mm-hmm. To when they were covering the Vegas uh, shooting, really, oh, a really, that it's a really doing, crazy like, take stuff. on that whole thing. And so you know when when the t- when the team goes to Vegas, things get crazy, right? Like always on every TV show. Wait, so it's <laughs> God. I hate. I guess I knew this conceptually, but I haven't really been actively thinking about it. They're doing a story of the week just like Newsroom, and it's in very recent history. They're not doing a story a week necessarily but occasionally there are stories that they are and covering but this one was a flashback to this story which was unfortunate because it allowed them to go to Vegas to have like a different type of plot line within Vegas like, the confines of Vegas but like the reason why they got to have that was like this terrible story that really happened with like literal green screen photos died. of like the building in the background of like them looking at it or something they also had the fires a few weeks ago like the California fires it is truly a bad show like i i really cannot say anything good about it aside from that i'm watching it anything about the golden globes that you were happy about surprised by no is there a hooey angle here you know are we surprised that there are so many netflix nominations like at this point the golden two popes who it's two popes is a who two popes is such a who some of the shit i haven't even heard of two popes what else had I not heard of? There are like a few things that I was like, I don't even know who that is. God, it's very like, Where'd You Go Bernadette is very strange that Kate Blanchett got nominated for Where'd You Go Bernadette. There? That's hooey. Well, not the not best picture, but Kate Blanchett did get nominated for her performance That's in that, which is very strange. so insane. That movie, that genreless movie that no one no saw one and saw. made like $12. Mm-hmm. Weird. Mm-hmm. weird. Very weird. The most Golden Globes movie is like Knives Out and Judy. So if those two movies aren't like equally awarded, that would be surprising to me. Like, was Judy, did she get her Judy nom? Did Renee Zellweger get her Judy nom? Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah. It was Renee, Charlize, Shersha, Scarlett, and Cynthia Erivo. The true biggest disappointment is for me, director, because like there were so many good women directors and every year someone is like why aren't there any female directors on this list and they're like oops but like this year there actually were ones that were it wasn't even like oh we're gonna have to choose there were there more were than usual more than usual and it was still like oscar oops. and golden globes movies like hustlers which is included little women which is included the feral which is included so not to give like those parts of those already worthy movies the female director award is just like yeah, they- or nomination is fr- is just absurd they really needed to give it to todd phillips and <laughs> quentin tarantino and sam mendez again you know but this is not a movie podcast there are better movie podcasts why are you listening to this if you want a movie podcast we're here to talk oh, about God, peloton this lady like... <laughs> this is a peloton lady podcast peloton lady here's my problem with the peloton lady quick rundown of the peloton lady peloton the exercise bicycle that is number one expensive and number two you have to pay more money for because it's a monthly subscription how are people still <laughs> um, talking about like this is my question I, because 
of Ryan Reynolds. Oh, you're right. I guess. No, you're right. But, no, you're right. Uh, you're right. I think by the time this episode is live, we will be in the last like, gasps for air like up this story. This is like Fiji water girl bullshit. It's like some yeah. woman like did a thing like, who's the woman? Okay, we know who the woman is. Bye-bye. You know, like, who cares? This had the woke sexist angle. So it was those. It was like talking about the Peloton lady bike was a little bit of virtue signaling. So it was like, can you believe this sexist ad? Well, what can we you believe love, it? Like an advertisement is universal for everyone to weigh in on. Like that is actually mm-hmm. a good piece of content that everyone can be like lmao like what is this or like this is good it's about like we all love like Mm -hmm. to weigh in on an advertisement this one was was truly baffling i mean it was if you watch it it's what's the narrative of the peloton ad this is this is this is my problem and i was talking about this over the weekend and i was like i (laughs) i understand like what i don't understand about the, the uproar over this bike ad is that the narrative is extremely unclear. It's a it from a technical perspective, it's a, a, a weirdly structured ad. It's only thirty seconds long, so it's a woman who's like receives a Peloton bike from her husband at the beginning of the commercial, and she's like, "Honey, thank you. I love you so much." A very fit woman, by the way. That's mm. important. Mm. And so then she's shown a mon- There's a montage of her on the bike taking selfie videos of herself being like, I'm on it again. This was tough this morning, but I'm on it. I'm doing it again. And then cut to the end of the commercial and she's showing her husband a compilation video of all of the the time she used the Peloton bike. Which is and it's sort of just like, a weird behavior. Which is weird. And so sort of the universally accepted interpretation of this was that she, in, in, a, in response to being gifted this by her husband... The next Christmas, she gave the husband a video of her using the bike as his gift. But I don't know that it's ever fully made clear that that's her oh, gift. Oh, I didn't it's read just it something like that. that she, it's just something that she did. But that's so equally it's like, psycho. It's equally weird, but it's like I, I'm having trouble reading it as sexist because I'm so overwhelmed by how strange it is. No, like, I it's don't too think strange that it's to be sexist. sexist. It's just not narr- – It's not a. it doesn't make sense. There's no – it doesn't make sense. But like the morning show conversation around it is like, look at this sexist Peloton ad. The internet is in, is is uh, you know so furious about it. Like what a what a sexist ad. But it's like it's really just weird. Like I can't yes, parse not, out what is happening. It's not sexist. It's just weird. And I guess like it's sexist if you thought that there were men out there at like buying women gifts and then demanding they like show proof of use or something Mm -hmm. like you have to use the gift I gave you and like make me a video but there's like that Mm -hmm. literally makes no sense on like no level and no planet but this like very physically fit seeming woman I would I'm just as willing to believe that she was like the husband was like what do you want for Christmas I'll give you anything you want sweetie and she's like I want a Peloton bike so badly (laughs) and so that's it's actually this huge thing where she's like you got me the Peloton bike like no that's that's fine not a sexist read no this commercial still sucks because we're having this conversation if this were a good commercial it would be clear what's happening and it's but the but the narrative that this is like a woman whose husband like makes her get an exercise bike and then prove that she's using it is weird just because it doesn't make any sense that that would be Mm -hmm. what it's about in any commercial about two this is a commercial about two freaks who married each other and it's just like (laughs) well it's just weird because i don't want to like say that it's not possible that somebody in relationship would be given a gift that they were like forced to i just feel like it's it's not weird there are relationships like this that are bad Mm -hmm. but this 
actual commercial was not meant to be that and I don't and was not trying to fit into like a framework that is like a sexist framework on purpose it actually what's really funny about it and why people shouldn't just be people shouldn't just be mad at it for this for that reason is that it's just like an advertising advertising company like getting all like messed up like it's absurd Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like they're trying to make up a behavior they're trying to say that you would do this you should like Mm -hmm be so excited about your peloton bike in your house that you record yourself using it every day and then you show that off like to your family and friends as like an accomplishment and that is crazy to like try and invent that behavior is crazy yes and And also and also if if you are a married couple and you i mean i guess maybe they live in a mansion and i mean they did live in a nice house but like i if I if I had a wife, okay, and I bought my wife a Peloton okay. bike, sure, and she started using it every day and filming herself, and then she mm-hmm. sent me a video of the compilation of her using the Peloton every day, mm-hmm. I'd say, "Honey, sweetie, baby cakes." Is that how you speak to your wife? Yes, I would say, "I see you use this every day. Why did you film yourself?" I don't need a you know, video like, of this. I see you on your bike every day. You talk about it all the time. You're a Peloton freak. That being said. If there is, you know, one person out of the billions of people that is in, in an abusive Peloton-based relationship, mm-hmm. we uh, implore you to get out. I hope this get commercial spoke to and you take- and made you realize that, you know, you don't need to send your husband compilation videos of you using the Peloton bike. Yeah, get out. But also, yeah. I don't know, take the bike with you if you like it. Well, sell the bike. Um, get a bus ticket and get out of there. It's just so a, funny yeah. that you have to pay a subscription to have someone like yell at you on well, the screen. Be like, you know, keep pedaling like you asshole. Like, hurry up. Well, we're doing this is like, you know what this is. It's just it's soul cycle. Well, it's like but we went house. from stationary bikes to spinning or mm-hmm. spinning to stationary bikes or the other way around. I don't really know. And then we went stationary from bikes to spinning, spinning to soul cycle. Soul cycle yeah. to Peloton. It's like a yeah, full it's like, cycle. I don't want to be with people. So somebody looked at Soul Cycle and said, "Okay, well, what do we do for the people that want this experience but don't yeah. want to leave their house and who and are they were really like, rich?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, hmm. Okay, so the thing about a stationary bike is that, uh, from a mechanical engineering standpoint, it's a very simple piece of technology and honestly not that expensive to fabricate. How do we make this expensive? Ah, uh, yes, we'll put an yes. HDTV screen and force you to have a subscription right. um, that makes you pay money to them for right. infinity so that you can have uh, someone right. yell at you every time you use your Peloton But bike. this is actually not about Peloton. Like, I don't know why we're still no. talking about the actual <sighs> yeah. commercial itself. Like, I hope you cut this down. We're talking this about Peloton Monica Lady. Yeah. Monica Ruiz plays the wife. Um, and immediately everyone was like, who is this woman? She outed herself uh, in a statement to E! News and said, I was happy to accept a job opportunity. I was happy to accept a job opportunity earlier this year from Peloton, and the team was lovely to work with, Ruby said at gunpoint. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> although I'm an actress, I'm not quite comfortable being in the spotlight, and I'm terrible on social media. So to say I was shocked and overwhelmed by the, the attention this week, especially the negative, is an understatement. Before she released the statement, Ryan Reynolds' gin brand, Aviation, got her in their own ad. I mean, this was smart because it happened quick enough to, like, be it, make it actually the addendum like a, to the a story. A true piggyback, yeah. Which is surprising because, you know, he made, like, a real commercial. Like, it wasn't just like mm-hmm. he released a viral video. Yeah. They actually used A real production. commercial for the gin making fun of the Peloton ad. Right. Starring the Peloton lady. Wow, they right. really s- struck while the iron was hot. But Good they for used, them. but the, like... Ugh, I just hate that they like 
they took the take that is just like the weird wrong this is sexist take and mm-hmm. made it that's what the take now is going to be because of the like follow up to the ad being like that kind of just like idiotic yeah first so the ad the aviation ad is her kind of like looking sad and then you realize that she's with her like girlfriends and they're drinking gin or they're drinking martinis and then she says this gin is smooth and the other girl says we can get you another one if you like and the other one says you're safe here and then peloton woman says to new beginnings and then downs her whole drink and a single gulp i'm quoting washington post and the friend says you look great by the way so it's just you know She's dealing with the feedback, <laughs> the fallout of the ad. That's what it is. It's I sort of funny. I she got to keep the Peloton bike in sort of the funny. divorce or whatever. So yeah. wait, but didn't they also find Peloton guy and he was like, I'm going to have trouble getting work after this. It's like, no, yes, you're but not. Then he changed, but then he changed his Instagram handle to Peloton husband. He's <laughs> Peloton husband on Instagram. <laughs> his name is Sean. This is like Cliff guy all over again. These, these people. <laughs> he changed his... These and no one like... cares about Peloton husband. Also, what a misread of the narrative. Like, husband, you're not part of this. You're yeah, but also, like, no one's mad at you for, like, playing a role that made no sense in a Peloton ad. In which, like, mm-hmm. the like that's not, like, no one's mad at you. This isn't whatever. I Monica mean, Ruiz, what, what other shows has she been in? She was in the show Baby Daddy. Yeah, what else? Mm-hmm. That's it? That's that's pretty much it. And what about the husband? Would we recognize him from anything? I don't think so. No, we wouldn't. I can't wait till Monica gets like her own show that's like Peloton, like, you know, Peloton Lady. Peloton Lady on CBS. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Peloton Lady on CBS. It's like, oh, recently a single woman and one Peloton bike move into an apartment complex (laughs) in Detroit. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) On CBS. She finds herself. But she finds herself on the bike and off, Bobby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. And the tagline, keep spinning. <laughs> keep spinning. It'd be, it'd be like spinning out. Is she spinning out? <laughs> when life is spinning out of control and you feel like you're, it's just like spinning pun, spinning yes, pun, yes, spinning yes, pun, yes, spinning yes, pun. Yes, and yes. then at the end, you just keep, that's why you always have to keep spinning. Peloton wife, the series. <laughs> Coming to CBS. No, just kidding. Apple TV Plus. <laughs> Reese is like, I find that story inspiring, y'all. Yeah. We got to option that story, y'all. No, it's literally like a crossover with like season 12 of The Morning Show. It's like Jennifer Aniston's character is like, the story today is the, a Peloton commercial because they're doing like a flashback to like when it You're happened. Like, okay, no. I can't. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of recently single women, the wife of Papa John uh, filed for divorce. She's taking her Peloton bike and she's heading out of town. (laughs) She's taking her Peloton bike and 40 pizzas and she's getting out of there. (laughs) 30 to 40. (laughs) John Schnatter is Papa John. We talked about him. He had 40 pizzas in 30 days. He hates the new management of Papa John. Remember he left because uh, Yeah, I don't want to talk about him too long. So she's leaving. And now he's single. The the story here is that he had a wife up until this point. Like (laughs) someone was dealing with this sweaty pizza man for this long. Yeah. Imagine what his sweat smells like. Like Domino's pizza. What is it? Papa John's pizza. It smells like Papa John's. No, it smells like that garlic sauce. That really good garlic butter sauce. But that would be good. B.O. garlic butter sauce. No, but it's mixed with B.O. B.O. Okay, fine. 
bad. It's like just bad barley, sweaty, boe garlic butter sauce. Okay, 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 fine. Oh, and then all he, right, all right. This hair gel, like a really cheap hair gel that he's been using for like thirty years, and he won't. Okay, he's I very don't brand like this loyal. Scent, I don't like this scent journey. I want to get off the scent journey. What is next? Oh, another dead dog. Another dead dog. This one is funny because it it goes into this us talking about or when we spoke about what happens like if your dog died while you were out of town like would you mm-hmm. want to know or not yeah, so this yeah, literally yeah. happened to teddy mellencamp aka john mellencamp's daughter who's on housewives mm-hmm. um her dog um died in quote an accident while her family was out of town quote we love you <laughs> the other like great 2019 thing about this dog dying which is not great dog i'm sad about the dog dying no, let's be real is that the dog's name was khaleesi which is yeah, like Truly the death knell for Game of Thrones. Like, we're fully over Game of Thrones. <laughs> like Game this of dog Thrones is dead. ends and Khaleesi we the do dog dies while they're on vacation or whatever. Like Game of Thrones got one is... Golden Globe nominee and that's nomination and that's it. Good. Great. For Kit. Fine. Did you see that movie? That's the last thing the the the, 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 the gays did at our house over the weekend. Oh we watched the trailer for <laughs> the, li- the, the death and life of John F. Donovan. It's finally coming out. Wait, I thought it already came out and went. No, it never came out. It was always like just sitting in limbo after. That's like, the movie no one that had it. like twelve different Kit posters Harrington. for like each person that was in it. Remember? Well, that, it just right? had one poster, but it sort of. I still sort of feel like that poster was fan made, but it was the IMDb poster. But it was like every single like Kathy Bates, right? Susan Sarandon, Natalie right. Portman, right? Uh, Jacob Tremblay, Kit Harrington, Jessica Chastain, blee blee blue blue blah 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 blah. But is that movie? Does it look good? No, apparently it's the fucking worst, the fucking worst, and it comes out in a week finally. Can't wait! I can't wait. The trailers are only out, and I'm like, well, the trailer's kind of good, but the movie's apparently. They should just like terrible. rename it Game of Thrones. People would go see it if it was <laughs> called Game of Thrones. <laughs> just go. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Moving on, do we want to talk about Teddy Mellencamp? We've never really talked about Teddy Mellencamp on no, the podcast before. No, she's... No, we have, She's just a I housewife. Think. She's a lifestyle consultant who mm-hmm. is John Mellencamp's daughter, and we have talked the about former, her. Yeah, the former maybe stepdaughter of Meg Ryan, now no mm-hmm. more. 
She's just like a she's like a housewives. She's a Beverly Hills housewives person. I just mm-hmm. you know, there's really not much to say about her, to be honest. But there is something to say about Tamron Hall and Kelly Clarkson. Speaking of morning show, this is like goss that I this think is was reported by a British. Yeah, the Daily goss. Mail. Oh my god. So the no. Daily Mail, the Daily Mail reported that because Kelly Clarkson's show has already been renewed for a second season, according to these sources. Tamron Hall found out that Kelly Clarkson's was renewed and hers has not been renewed yet. It hasn't mm. been canceled. It just hasn't been announced yet. So Kelly Clarkson gets renewed for a second season because she sings. Tamron Hall does not yet. And so according to the Daily Mail, Tamron Hall, quote, blew a gasket That's after a finding good this phrase. out. A good turn Apparently phrase. caused a little ruckus, was so pissed off. That's all the story was. Well, after that, Tamron Hall takes to Instagram. Oops. And wrote that that's a bunch of lies. She sure. says. It's ironic that a few days after I said on my show that I've seen men, quote, storm out of rooms, puffing and huffing, and no one says anything, while, quote, women who speak up are viewed as difficult, that someone would leak a false story about me being difficult. Leak a false story is funny. Leak a false story. As I said, live That's on my true, show. Then. As I said, live on my show while defending Gabrielle Union. That no one was Women watching. are perceived as difficult when they speak up. I have never once complained about Kelly's renewal. I am so happy for my fellow Texan. I'm excited about my show and I can't wait for season two. So I guess she is getting a second season. Um, uh, is that what that says? I don't I don't know that it's official. No. Point is, Tamron's saying none of this ever happened. It 100% happened. This is her all of the way that she wrote it 100% happened because you wouldn't say Leak like a false story is a weird way to put it. But also you wouldn't say like um, women are treated for being mad you know you wouldn't say that unless it happened yeah she's saying the problem like, isn't women that who, women who speak up are told they're difficult but she's, she's saying that like right. this never happened but it, you're right you're exactly you're right you're right i didn't even notice that her explanation is that like just yeah. because women get mad doesn't mean that they're bad yeah it's like in a movie where you're like how'd you know his name i never told you his name yeah, I exactly. Never I never, t- I never told you my dress was lavender. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's exactly yeah. what this is. You're right. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense that she would say it that way if it wasn't from truth. I think the weird thing is just like, why wasn't Tamron Hall's show more widely syndicated? The last I heard about Tamron Hall was that like she was annoyed, rightfully, that her show is not in a lot of like all the major markets. Well, she should like, focus on here. that and not Kelly yeah. Clarkson, America's sweetheart Kelly Clarkson, because you're going to lose if you start fighting Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Her ratings slip and producers complain she's too controlling. OK, shut up. That is rude. That is rude. Of course she's controlling. It's her show. <laughs> I know. This was just a funny bit. I think this is from The Sun. Apprentice's Ryan Mark, which is just funny. His name is Ryan Dash Mark. Like, I don't know. Last name first. Oh, it's Ryan Mark Parsons. But it says, Apprentice's Ryan Mark rushed to hospital after dropping 1,000 pound of caviar on his foot. Um, exclusive Apprentice star Ryan Mark Parsons needed an operation on his foot after the fishy blood splattered accident, which is like gross and funny, a funny injury that's like, Pr- mm-hmm. practically harmless but the funny thing to me as somebody who's never heard of this person before it says um ryan mark was devastated not because he thought he had broken his foot but because it was a kilo of royal ocentra caviar which costs over <laughs> one thousand pounds a jar who is this person <laughs> i don't know he like came in like eighth on the apprentice UK. well i googled I don't, him I earlier and i guess know. he's like notoriously really rich he's 19 but um 
Sure. This photo is so funny. The headline in the Daily Mail is The Apprentice's, quote, yeah. posh star Ryan Mark Parsons eats McDonald's meal with a knife and fork as he takes all caps cutlery into the chain, dot, 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 <laughs> after he was taken to hospital over caviar inflicted injury. So that's like his, and that's his bit. Caviar inflicted <laughs> injury is very funny. We should all aspire to have a caviar inflicted injury. And look at this. This is so, this is like he called the pops. Look at that. I mean, this isn't even Celebrity Apprentice. It's just Celebrity. Yeah. Oh, I love this isn't picture. Wait, that's so cute. It looks like he mm-hmm. got dropped there after school. He's like only 19 years old. He looks like a baby. One of the quotes about his uh, caviar injury was, a source told the mirror, he literally couldn't walk and blood was everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you say when you are the person who was injured. When I had my foot injury... When I was recounting it to people, I was like, I literally couldn't walk and there was blood yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Is the Apprentice UK even pop? It can't be popular. I just have, Is it popular I have no over way there? Of knowing. I don't know. I what's have no actually concept. Popular. Okay. Well, whatever. In my mind, you know, like, I feel like they're all humongous hits, but truly I don't know which ones are the real ones. But they're not. Yeah. Our puzzle is also right now and it's providing some hooey stuff, but I don't even think we have anything in here about that. No. Well, we had something about the banana, but it's boring. Our basil is, I, I, I just can't, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I did get a really good um, press release email. Please don't send me these, but I am going to read it. Photos, Rosé de Miami at Art Basel. And then the, the email just says, Jesse Metcalf, Kara Santana, Young Paris, Nyjah Hudson, Amber Gutierrez, Too Short, Mark Houston, Andy Dorfman, Amanda Stanton, Andrew Warren, Stephanie Shepard, Diana Madison, Jay Perret, Damon John, James Sheets Goldstein, Gregory Siff, Keith Bullock were just a few of the notables who attended yesterday's Rosé de Miami at the One Hotel. The exclusive soiree was one of Art Basel's most sought-out events, not by that list of people, which drew in Miami's elite, including the art industry's top tastemakers, influencers, and billionaires guests danced to music by djs zen freeman fred falke and nick cohen and were treated to visually stunning floral moments cocktails food and endless interactive entertainment provided by a number of luxury sponsors including chateau desclin perrier jouet <laughs> whispering angel beef eater pink eugene absolute elix <laughs> elix elix absolute cool. what Codigo, 1530 tequila and modern luxury <laughs> Oh, my God. But that list of people, Jesse Metcalf and Too Short. I mean, maybe there is some good stuff going on in our, our basil. We got to go. Well, let's go next year. Okay, we'll go. Fine, we'll go. We'll Fine. go next year. Fine, we'll go. You know, we also need to go. We need we need to go see um, Katie Tunstall on her tour of Littles. Little. Lytle. Lytle? I think it's Lytle. Is it Lytle? I think oh, it's Lytle. No. If it's Little. Lidl, the hoogste kwaliteit voor de laagste prijs. But have you been to a little? I have a little. Lidl. Little. Lidl. I've been to one in the UK. Like I've been yeah. to a little. Lidl. Right. Yeah. Have you been to one? So yes, Katie, I've been to Katie one. Katie Tunstall is doing a tour of them as mm-hmm. a promotion for, for Lidl, Lidl to celebrate their 100th Scottish store, which is pretty great. Good for her. She's Scottish, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> They're calling her a national treasure, but I'm like, just confirming this is the correct nation because... <laughs> yeah, no, please, correct, you know. uh, please. Uh, somebody retweeted this news and wrote, suddenly aisle three, which was truly the funniest <laughs> thing that has come out of this story. <laughs> if you don't remember how that's a joke, she had that song, Suddenly I See. Suddenly I See. Suddenly I See. Suddenly I see. 
But wasn't it called like Black Blackbird on a hammock or something? No, the song was called Suddenly I See. But that song was called Suddenly I See. Wasn't there a song called like Black Black Horse, Black Rabbit, Black Bird, Black? I'm googling. Oh, Black Horse and the Cherry Tree. Okay. She broke into the public eye with a 2004 live solo performance of her song, Black Horse and the Cherry because Tree. Because she, like, recorded all the parts separately and layered them. Remember, that was, like, before Ed Sheeran did it? Vaguely. I really only remember Suddenly I See. But this is a great campaign because it involves releasing a press statement that says, Ross Miller, regional director at Little or Lytle for Scotland, said, quote, we are proud to serve Scottish communities and champion the quality produce of our regional suppliers. And we can think of no better way to celebrate our 100th store in Scotland than with an exciting foodie themed tour of the country with national treasure, KT Tunstall. She has released six full length albums Mm -hmm. and the most recent one came out last year and it Mm -hmm. peaked at number six on the Scotland charts. And number 15 in the UK charts. So did her she, music is still like performing okay. Yeah. Did you know she also wrote soundtracks for films, including um, 1,000 Years for Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast, Fit In mm-hmm. for About Ray, and Get Your Tits Up Sweet for Bad Moms. Get Your Tits Up Sweet. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah, sweet. You can play that here if you want. This story is sort of juicy, but also Lily James is still sort of boring. Lily James, star of Mamma Mia 2, what happened to her, Lindsay? This is interesting because I honestly forgot that they were dating, but they are maybe two of the bigger British stars. Like, Matt Smith is huge, and dating Lily James is a pretty big deal, right? For England. Little. I I know we don't care here, but... No, I, I'm i still... Lily James is one of those people I'm not quite certain of her influence, and I feel like Mamma Mia 2 was a huge hit. Yesterday wasn't. So, like, I don't... It, the So, the story here is that they were dating, like, publicly out and dating. Yeah, cute, she, little cute couple. So, she was, she was in Mamma Mia 2, and he mm-hmm. was on The Crown, and apparently he got, quote-unquote, close with his co-star, Claire Foy, the other, like, mm-hmm. extremely boring person in this story. Mm-hmm. And Lily got close with her co-star, Skarsgård, the Skarsgård uh, kid. What's his name? He's a Skarsgård? I thought he was yeah. just some other guy. No, the young Skarsgård. Oh, no, Josh Dillon. Yeah, Who's he's not Josh a Skarsgård. He just... He just looks like a Skarsgård. He was the young Skarsgård, but not an actual Skarsgård. Oh, that's You know what I mean? Mistake. He was Stellan. He was young Stellan Skarsgård is what you meant. Which is yeah. funny because Which there are sense. young There's Skars- so many young Skarsgårds. But he, he wasn't him. This is this is a brain fart that makes perfect <laughs> okay, sense. Okay, thank you. So, so Josh so- Dylan played young Stellan Skarsgård in Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. So people think that the Claire and Matt thing happened first, basically. Mm-hmm. Like they got together first and then this like report in the sun. No, show bit. No. What is this? Daily Mail. Daily Mail. But Daily like Mail. Daily Mail in print. This this is from Daily Mail in print. Yeah. Is saying that Lily James is like, you know, re- going for comfort to her friend, uh, Josh Dylan, who was mm-hmm. in Mamma Mia 2. Definitely the funniest thing about this. I don't know if you caught this, but there's a photo of Lily James petting a cheetah. Oh, yeah, I saw and that. And the caption says, double meaning. Some fans think this Instagram post from Lily James contains a hidden message. Do you get it? Cheetah? Cheater? 
Cheetah. Oh, He's a cheetah. Yeah. Cheetah. He's a cheetah. Mm. <laughs> no, I know. It's no. It's a big mm. no. <laughs> so it's like they're each potentially dating their respective co-stars, but neither one has actually admitted to this. But they're still saying that they're together, Matt yes, and Lily, right? because they've been dating for five years, but they mm-hmm. have not been seen together for months. Lily James, I have like high hopes for her for some reason. I don't know why. But again, I'm the fool who liked yesterday, so. You are the f- the f- the fool who liked yesterday. I'm the fool who liked yesterday. It doesn't take much for you. But this is no. a good, that's a good, I'd be curious to know if British people care about that because mm-hmm. Here, the answer is a big no. Sure. The weird thing about this, I think, is the timing. You know, like that movie filmed two years ago and Claire yes. Foy is no longer even on the crown. So right. these things all happened so long ago. Why are they just now coming to light? That's the only thing that gives a little bit of credence to it because it's so random. Like, right, like why no are we talking about these things? Right. There's no weird promotion or reason for them to be talking about these people mm-hmm. other than the interest in Matt Smith and and Lily James relationship, which is like ongoing. But mm-hmm. nothing is really happening right now to say that this or maybe they've just been sitting on this waiting for them to have not been seen together for yeah. a few months in public. Because then it's like, oh, we can like put this story out now because we can yeah. say they haven't been seen together in a few months. It's like maybe the reason is just because they haven't been photographed together in a few months. Although I guess, you know, everyone in the world saw the girl who punched the spider's face. So maybe people are <laughs> clamoring for Claire Foy news, you know? The girl who punched the spider's face. <laughs> Whatever An the other one is. incredible film. Yeah, the, the girl, girl who punched the, the spider's face, the, the sequel girl. to... <laughs> The girl who kicked the... The girl who pet the neighbor's dog. Also yeah. one of the vi- movies in that series. <laughs> the girl who killed the neighbor's dog would While be... While they were on the, vacation. <laughs> that's, the Hollywood Hills, that's the Hollywood Hills movie of my dreams. The girl who killed the neighbor's dog while the neighbors were on vacation is an incredible but it's a pic- <laughs> But it's a Pixar movie and the girl is a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> that's the answer. That's like the end of the it's movie. This, <laughs> it's this cute coyote who like is very sympathetic. She's an anti-hero because she's so sweet and like yeah. whatever. But she's uh-huh. also a wild animal and she has right. to kill cute dogs. Yeah. But it's like, but it's just part of her nature. Uh-huh. Like we shouldn't judge her for killing the dogs owned by the rich and famous. Like, But yeah, the entire thing is funded by like, the city of Los Angeles to like warn yeah. you about like having your dog killed by coyote. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to be like this anymore. And it was made in memory of Julian Hubb's dogs. Like it was that's at the end. It's like dedicated to like Harley and Barley. Like what are their names? I don't know. Harley and Barley sounds right. Okay. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I got the shoppies and I'm ready to (laughs) shop. Shoppies. Thank God it's Rakuten's Big Give Week. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ulta, Adidas, Doc Martin, Ray-Ban. I'm just naming the ones that I like, the, the brands that I like. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During the Big Give Week, May 6th through May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I just actually got some cash back. It's incredible. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. They have 15 million members who are already saving. So join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. The first thing I'll say about this is that... (laughs) 
it's weird to me that she doesn't do this all the time. But now that I've seen her do it, I'm like, wait, why hasn't Chrissy Teigen done this a million times in the past? This is so up her alley. Well, I almost tweeted this, but didn't want to be like up her ass about it. I almost tweeted like a suck up. I almost tweeted like these would be the questions we would ask Chrissy Teigen if we ever got an opportunity to interview Chrissy Teigen. But Mm -hmm. I didn't want to imply that we'd ever been even given the opportunity or imply that we had maybe so because we haven't. We've asked. We haven't been given. We asked. Nor have we. We didn't receive a response. But we asked. The point is, is that if we were to interview her, these are a lot of the questions that we would actually ask too. So it, I can't lie, but say like I love reading her answers because they're some of these questions that she's choosing she's retweeting people's questions for her and answering them some of the questions are like truly weird good celebrity que- like questions that she recognizes are fun to answer like mm-hmm. um somebody uh tweeted at her do celebrities talk to each other or is it only through assistance like if you wanted to text a celeb friend do you do it or do their people talk to your people which is such a funny question and she mm-hmm. wrote sometimes I ask a publicist for someone's info to text but for the most part I don't talk to many people because I don't want them to think I'm a thirsty weirdo the other one I liked was um, are most celebrities nicer or meaner than they appear to the public and she retweeted and wrote the bigger the celeb the nicer but I've I've met lots of borderline people who had super attitudes lol but also being a lot of shitty big celebs so I guess there's no clear path so basically she says Mm -hmm. there's no way to know there was another one I liked too that I didn't put here that I retweeted onto our account that I the one I really liked the one about I'm scrolling through I'm trying to find the one about mail there was a just a funny oh it says do celebrities worry about paying their own bills like the light mortgage internet or do they just get their assistants to do their bills for them? And she says, I have a business accountant who handles everything and sends me summaries of my spending and income. Period. I don't get mail. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually very enlightening to me. Like right. everything everything goes through so many filters she get that mail. she doesn't like like she doesn't walk in and be like, honey, I'm home and like flip through this like no. fanned out she thing of like a mail. Bed Bath & Beyond ad. Like that mail goes somewhere else. Maybe that's the best part about being famous secretly is that you don't have to get mail. I don't want to ever have to deal with mail again. Wow. <sighs> Whoa. That was like enlightening. Okay, wait. One more. Someone tweeted, do you read gossip about other celebrities or text them about stuff you hear? This is the number one question I would ask Chrissy because she seems like somebody who genuinely likes a celebrity culture or she likes gossip and entertainment as much Mm -hmm. as an unexpected amount for being an entertainer Mm -hmm. she said yes but no one really reads their own shit you don't want to bring people down unless it's a big garbage story then you reach out and see if they're okay Mm -hmm. so like you wouldn't so Chrissy is saying like you wouldn't like read something about someone and text them necessarily about it because nobody wants to really hear what other people are saying about them if they don't have to i'm sure Mm -hmm. they'll hear it from like their publicist that's like where they would have to hear it from i don't know i mean obviously chrissy teigen is not the like typical celebrity i mean the fact that she's still on twitter despite so much i would think stuff that would take me out immediately she still finds the good in there for herself and finds it like rewarding overall that's surprising to me because mm-hmm. it's the whole thing where it's like, oh, my God, if I was rich or if I didn't have to deal with this at all, I would never be on Twitter. But the yeah. question is, would you like maybe it would make you be on Twitter more like somebody like Chrissy Teigen who only goes yeah. out once a month or something? Rita time, right? Sure. Sure. Rita time. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? 
She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? It was so hard to not talk about this on the Friday episode because the news dropped before. Yeah. We got a lot of calls about it. But yeah. yes, Rita Ora is dating the son of Jude Law, Raph Law. They're six years apart, which is this honestly is l- l- fewer so years than I crazy. thought because I thought he was like 19. But he's 23. She's they 28? Met, 29. She she's just 29. 29. Yeah. They fell in love on the set of Oliver. Uh, you mean, excuse me. Twist. Excuse me, twist. 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 Exclamation point. Twist. Um, sh- he couldn't dodge her advances. Is that the uh-huh. line? He, uh-huh. he, she couldn't dodge his advances. That's what right. it is. She's Dodger. She's, She's Dodger. Dodge. Right, right, right. Or right, Dodge right, right, right. or whatever. This is just Did you see weird these captions that I put in here? Because hydrated. Rita drank water in between takes as they break. <laughs> Stoic. Rita transformed into her character. She donned the police uniform. <laughs> but they went to the British Fashion Awards. Um, Rita wore this like crazy jumpsuit thing with eye blue ma- eye makeup or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they're saying they're together is because after they were spotted together holding hands, mm-hmm. which to me is kind of like could be platonic. Could, could be, be nothing. But, but when also, it's Rita, it, when it's Rita, it's like. Do I think that Rita's like having a fling with Jude Law's hot young son? Yes. Probably. Like, yeah. That and is... also like Rita wouldn't do that unless she at least wanted people to think that. Right. You know, like Rita right. is smart enough to know that if she leaves a restaurant holding Jude Law's son's hand, the headline will be Rita Ora and Jude Law's son are dating. Pa- half of me is like Rita knows what she's doing to hold hands with him for like press reasons. It's great and like whatever. But then half of me is like, well, if you're going to do that, you might as well hook up with him too. <laughs> like that's yeah. fun. Like, yeah. so, t- so part of me is like, why pretend to like hook up with Jude Law's hot young mm-hmm. son who's your co-star or when you just could hook up with, you know, Jude Law's hot young son who's your co-star. But the source, but the source says an eyewitness saw the pair quote, getting close, kissing yeah. outside on the terrace. And then another person said, quote, they look like a couple holding hands and cuddling. I mean, he is splitting image of Jude Law, so this is even more weird because it's like, unfortunately, because of our industry that we Mm -hmm. report on, I could also see Rita dating Jude Law, you know? Yeah. But like, I I love that she's like not dating Jude Law. She's dating Jude Law's son instead. They're commenting on each other's Instagrams. The other one that I have isn't in here. The other one yeah. that I found, but they're definitely commenting on each other's Instagrams. So it's like, you know, they're being cutesy in a way that they want people to notice. Right. Um, it's also just funny because Rita's you know. on her like never ending world tour. I mean, she's just like event after event after event. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm doing a I'm doing a, a gig with my mates at the at the like with he's playing his like <laughs> weird little band with his like friends, you know, like mm-hmm. he is significantly younger than her and it's very clear he is a 23 year old yeah right. also so. like rita Ora is not as not as old rita Ora is not super old but rita Ora has been famous long enough where she seems a little bit more mature in her fame and he's like he's like no yeah he's like he's like new to the scene so it's like he's right. still sort of acting like a 23 year old whereas rita Ora is acting a little older than a 29 year old i mean you know, like there's something a little more incredible promo for twist like i just cannot believe that 
I've never been more excited for a straight to a straight to VOD Sky News exclusive movie. Like I just I'm so thrilled about this. It'll be out on in 2021, not even next year. No, Damn. that can't be true. This is early like, tw- early 2021. Uh, it will be do? Sky Cinema will distribute the film in the United Kingdom. Saban Films will be will oh, distribute within North America. God. That means we have to do this podcast through that through 2021. We can't stop the podcast Jesus. until Yeah, that's fine. We'll do it. That's fine. No, we can't stop it until like 2025. No, At we're going to keep doing it. Oh my we're god, Rita. But by then she'll have an we'll Oscar. We'll stop it on Rita's on Rita's 40th birthday. We'll stop. <laughs> stop. Don't 11 years. 11 years. It's fine. <laughs> We'll stop in 2030. Stop, please. Please. What? We'll stop in 2030. That's fine. Okay, great. So we'll see you in 2030. No, okay. we'll stop in 2030. Okay. That's fine. Did she do what anything else? What is this? I, she I didn't wore click this, this outfit. Oh, she wore this amazing. I sent you this. She oh, you sent me this. She wore this yeah. like. Juxtapositioning. You're welcome. A word of the day juxtaposition, which is weird because I don't think that that's what she meant. It's not. What's juxtaposition about this? Just because you put a thing next to another thing doesn't mean it's juxtaposite. Like, what's the thing have... next to the thing? She's wearing a dress that has like a cutout in the middle. Clothes against skin? No, that, but that doesn't make any sense. Like, what does that mean? I'm juxtaposing this brown against my skin. I'm well, juxtaposing this pattern this against my photo. Like, she's what? wearing a sort of a weird cutout dress, but it's not a cutout dress. It's like it's a very form-fitting dress with one leg out. But it's like imagine the the a dress that is very trendy or was trendy a year ago where it's like leg out right but in addition to the leg being out the entire half of her abdomen is out so it looks like someone took a like a shark took a bit took a bite out of the dress and then like a shark took a bite out of the side of the dress and then she put it on and now the the left half of her abdomen is showing but no boob and we know how much she loves under boob side boob all kinds of boob there's no boob it's honestly very modest all of her modesty is covered but her belly button and the left side of her abdomen is visible as is her ab crack this is the worst description of fashion ever her ab crack is visible it looks very gucci what is that what is that it uh, looks that like color a very gucci it's a very gucci print it's brown it almost looks like it's or a fendi maze print. it looks like a maze like a line maze yeah. you have to go it's through like a, a gucci fendi ish mazy line i don't think she got the the photo the full length but there are boots that match like there are matching boots she loves like a full match like a mm-hmm. entirely matching outfit so there are boots. It's just like a weird. Um, it's a very. Why is she calling look. it juxtaposition? No, I don't know. I was like, that's what I just keep thinking about. What is that? What's being mean? juxtaposed against what? I don't know, but I'm reading the I'm reading the replies, trying to figure out if anyone agrees. If anyone's people asking. need to question these things. You can't just accept what celebrities say without actually speaking. Ugh, somebody wrote incredible body. I need to get a bigger towel. I'm like, I don't know what that I don't know what that means either. But I'm grossed out. <laughs> is there anything? Is there any other Rita? Uh, just her bejewel dress. No, I mean I feel like the Ralph Law thing is like we led with the we led with the best part, and then this this juxtaposing dress, which we'll honestly never figure out. (laughs) I gotta, I I honestly am gonna look up the word juxtaposition to see if like maybe I have it wrong. No, it's (laughs) it's like it's it's contrast with intent is like like gaslighting me. What is the actual? I don't know what juxtaposition means. The fact of two things being seen or placed close together with contrasting effect. Yes, it's it's contrast with intent like you're you're doing the contrasting with a purpose you know mm-hmm. like 
mm-hmm. this is juxtaposed against this which mean which elicits this mood or like el- this feeling or m- means this metaphor or whatever Mm-hmm. Uh, or just to make the contrast more one thing more dramatic because it's being juxtaposed with this but like what is this just looks like a dress Rita would wear any day of the week yeah no that's ju- it's just it's it's funny to get like excited over read new Rita looks because it almost feels like I've seen it all so yeah I but I but I think she still manages to find ways to like do stuff that's you mm-hmm. know interesting this is definitely interesting and weird and juxtapositioning i guess it's juxtaposing i mean maybe it's just straight up juxtapositioning great maybe she's juxtaposing in the dress juxtapose oh my god maybe that's what she meant to type juxtaposing but that doesn't make any sense either It it doesn't make any sense either but it would at least be a pun juxtapose yeah would at least be a pun. Like I would accept the pun and be like, I don't think you know what that means, but I would like appreciate the pun. That pun isn't even there. Maybe she really did mean to pose. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. We're done. Thank you so much for listening to Who Weekly. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Explain what you think she's doing in that photo um, and whether or not you believe it's an example of juxtaposition. Um, juxtapositioning. <laughs> Those are some boring reviews. Also, if you're going to follow the prompt, rate five stars. I saw someone follow the prompt about the pancreas and they rated it four. No, if you're going to use our joke against us, you better give us five stars. You can write whatever you want. You can write whatever you want and give us a four star review, but you cannot use the joke if you're giving us a four star review. No, 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 no. You're like, women don't belong in balloons. Three stars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, fuck you. Crunch, crunch. I love this place. Two and a half. (laughs) Okay, if you're going to participate, five stars. Don't do that. It's not funny. I don't like it. I will not like it. If you don't like us, give us a two-star review, but explain why. Unless it's too mean, in which I don't want to see it. In which case, email us. Just kidding. Never, never, (laughs) never do that. Okay, thank you so much. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly. What else can you do? Uh, Have a great week is one thing. Oh, yeah. Call 619-WHO-THEM if you want to leave questions, comments, or concerns for our Friday episode. And with that, we will see you on Friday. Also, a new Patreon episode drops this week, too, just for you subscribers. And, um, yeah, see you later. Bye. Bye. Hey. 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 I want to be famous.